Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is depressurizing sex. What the fuck is the stigma about? Let's find out. Oh, hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kinda Dating. I'm here with... Ayesha. As always, what's up, girl? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know just yet. (laughs) Well, we kind of do know what's up. Um, (laughs) Guys, uh, before we start, as always, uh, if you like today's episode, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends and give us a five-star rating or review. Um, also, follow us on social media. We are at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Aish? I am at Aish Says Dance across all of the platforms. Yes. And we have a shout-out today? Yes, we do. Today's shout out is from Yi Rinka. And she says, love your podcast. I recommend it to my friends and I listen to it as I'm commuting to work. It puts a smile on my face, which frankly might weird out some of my fellow passengers on the bus. Looking forward to new episodes. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck those people on the bus who don't like you laughing, okay? Right? Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, how cool. I love that we get listened to, like, on the bus and yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for that. Guys, once again, please share um, whatever thoughts, feelings you have um, on socials or uh, leave us a review and we will shout you out mm-hmm. um, on air. Um, and we also do it on our socials. So thank you guys. Um, all right. Let's get into it. I have friends here today. Hi, friend. They are now life friends, um, but we met through other friends. It's just a big friend circle. Um, (laughs) Let me introduce them. Guys, before I start, um, I am going to be in their web series that's coming out. Uh, It's coming out in February. We're going to let you know release date ASAP. All right. So it is coming Mm -hmm. out soon. And it is the Baker's Dozen series. You guys have seen me post about it on social media. Um, and I try to do it as much as possible. So uh, I'm so excited to have my friends here. Um, I have creator, director, writer of Baker's Dozen, which is Jessica Richmond. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, my God. So excited. And then we have the star. Yeah. And producer of Baker's Dozen, Mary. Yeah, Gabby. Gabby Kono. <laughs> Perfectly Mary cast. Baker. I know. Yeah. Mary, Baker. Mary Baker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy. It's like so weird because sometimes I'm like, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> because I never, I never yeah. thought of myself as a Mary until Baker's dozen. Well, yeah. And now it's like, no, I see I, it. But I see Gabby yeah. is. It's probably you, more it's fitting. So yeah. So tell us about. Well, Baker's we have dozen. an amazing cast of characters, too, including Cleo, the fast talking feminist. Played by Natasha, of mm-hmm. course. Which, guys, is just like me in real life. <laughs> it really is. It's like the, the line you use to describe her, which is um, she's a feminist who likes the door being open. Yes. I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Yeah, Chivalry I love that. Yeah. It's still important. Yeah, <laughs> equality and gentleman behavior, yeah. both acceptable. Yeah. Ag- yeah. Definitely not mutually exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, tell everybody about Baker's Dozen. Um, Baker's Dozen is a sex-forward rom-com. It's about a smart, strong woman with agency over her own sexual experience. And the series is 13 original episodes, 13 dates, 13 guys, 13 different archetypes of who one meets while they're dating. Yeah. 
Yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> Gabby got it on with so many uh, yeah. so many. I was like, ooh, this is spicy when I watched the trailer. Right? Yeah. I, know. I was like, I'm a dream job right, right? here. I'm still single, so none of the 13 guys ended up being hubby. So. Damn. This is only single for right now. Yes. True. Um, how was just it? season one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, was that pl- how was it for you? Was that awkward for you to play that? Having doing the sex scenes, yeah. Uh, doing the sex scenes, doing, doing the them. sex, doing them, <laughs> doing sex. Um, I think I was really nervous leading up to it, and then once you know yeah. we were there, it was easy. It was yeah. like a dance routine mm. that yeah, you have to work and memorize. And oh, that's funny. people don't get that part when it comes to acting in like sex scenes and yeah. stuff. People always think like oh, this is real. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like every part of it is staged. Half the time, there's like no actual contact. I have been getting crazy feedback from people (laughs) back on the East Coast who like don't understand acting at all. Yeah. And they're like saying crazy things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I actually went on a date once with a guy who was like, oh, I could never be okay with an actor because they, they do these k- kissing scenes. And oh, I was yeah. like, actually, oh. when you break down the amount of times you've performed in something, it's like 90% of the time you are not doing yeah, any right. form of kissing on camera. Yeah. But it's just like once in a while but, you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And it's like 18 million people watching you. Have you ever tried to kiss anybody in front of 18 million people? <laughs> right. Let alone have not, sex. Yeah, there's yeah. no chemistry happening there. Yeah. But people get really weirded out by it. Yeah. Because our jobs is to make it look like it's really real. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. to present, to be a permission slip of showing some like Mm -hmm. sexual agency, sexual autonomy is important. So it's important to do sex scenes, I think, as Mm -hmm. an educational module. Mm -hmm. But it's then a lot of weight on those performers to bring it. I mean, I I saw um, the Mary sex scene by the tree and I was like, that was educational for me. I'm like, so... (laughs) When you want to do it in the fucking forest, this is how you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. need to know what to lean on. See, but uh, yeah. Jess, you have it's a so cool funny. story because of like, what was the inspiration around Baker's Dozen? Right. Well, Baker's Dozen was based on a short story series that I wrote in right after 2013. So aptly named Baker's Dozen 13 Dates in 2013 and What They Taught Me About Self Love. So we kind of approached 13 archetypes based on those stories, but then expounded them, like added to them, kind of referenced other women's stories about the kinds of people you date Mm -hmm. and like (laughs) allowing us to enjoy every experience by talking about it became a huge like motivator for turning the series of short stories into a video series. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And I think, that, yeah, like because you do end up meeting so many characters, right? When you date for (laughs) for guys and girls, guys meet fucking all kinds of female characters out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would say that our 13 archetypes are played by men for the sake of Mary Baker's heteronormative story. But it's archetypes of people you date. The people, yes. For sure. Mm -hmm. So today we're talking about depressurizing sex, which is very fitting for... for the, you know, the themes of the show also. Um, before we start, we ask every guest, single or in a relationship. <laughs> well, you already know I'm single <laughs> forever. <laughs> Me and you both, sister. Oh, my God. Singlehood. Um, I'm engaged oh. to be wed. Yeah. Um, I'm I like proposed. a badass bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. 
I did. I proposed to uh, really? my now fiance in July, oh, wow. right after filming the series. Mm-hmm. And she did it so nonchalant. Like I looked at her Instagram <laughs> stories, amazing. and I'm like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Did she just get engaged? Did she just do it?" I was like, "What just happened?" I have to be honest. I was very excited to post hashtag He said yes. Yeah, yeah. Kind <laughs> of a like that exists too, of course. But he very also confident. had been asking since like way too early to be fair like too early but that wasn't (laughs) he's been asking you yeah but like casually like not a production number but been very clear and i sort of had to be like Mm -hmm. let's go through all the steps right because like let's enjoy the ride there yeah and so this was my way of saying yes my heart goes out to all guys who do it because it is challenging like just to (laughs) hold on to like knowing that this could be a fixed point in time right like again you probably know the answer when you're asking i'm sure some people have horror stories of people asking like it, with oh a big God, production too early. Sure there are YouTube videos of that. <laughs> oh, sure. No. Oh, yeah. God. I can't. So that that kind of pressure, I kind of knew. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't mean to sound egotistical, but like, I knew he was going to no, say yeah. yes. Right. <laughs> um, but it was still a lot of pressure yeah. to feel like this matters. This is important. Mm-hmm. So I like, like now, I was like flubbing my words and like, I uh, love you a lot. And I know we don't agree on everything, uh, but we should yeah. keep doing this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I would never be able to do that. Oh my God, no way. <laughs> well, no because way. I'm like not great at talking. Like, it's so funny because when it comes to feelings, I'm not great. So yeah, I would just sit there and be hard. like, um, I can't even do a toast. I didn't even do a toast of like my best friend's wedding. I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, you know, like me and her, we get along and we're, I've known her for a long time and fuck, I'm so happy Cheers. for you. I think it's also more so the fact that I've romanticized how I'm going to get engaged yeah, and pro- how the guy's yeah. going to propose yeah. to me mm-hmm. like since I'm nine years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have it all set and ready. I just, I don't know if I could switch it. You just need to tell your best friend that so she makes sure. Oh yeah, that's the that. whole family knows. Yeah. Like my, oh, both good, my good, sisters good. are going to let future guy now yeah Yeah. okay good or or you guys can just let him know (laughs) right well now (laughs) so so um let me ask you guys do you think that there is um simple pressure or stigma around sex oh yeah definitely (laughs) i mean because we agree we're we're all the same page we're in agreement Um, yeah uh what do we think that is what are some of those well, we were talking about just the other day how like when a girlfriend or a boy like a friend Mm -hmm. downloads about their date there's so often the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. Mm, like, right. I really shouldn't have slept with him so early. Or mm. I really should have, like, yeah. should have done that when I had the chance. Or something. Totally, just yeah. The amount of processing. Like, processing is important, mm-hmm. but time is precious. So there can be that, like, point of no return of we're just going to process this forever and yeah. loop it. Right. And that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. No. You know? And then there, there is just so much of... Um, no matter what, even though it's 2019 now, holy shit, um, yes. you know, uh, the the question of like, well, if you do something too early, is it bad? If you do something too late, is it bad? Uh, yeah. Does it do you do it for what reason? Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, the slut shaming part, right. the mm-hmm. big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's still a double standard between guys and girls yeah. over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a great caller last week. Right. Aish, you want to tell them? Yeah. So um, he was a 23-year-old virgin um, and he wanted, basically his guy friends were saying, just do it, whatever, get it over with. His girlfriends were telling him to wait for the right one. Um, and then he had a couple other issues where he, yeah. you know, wasn't, he was, he, he called himself a seven. He was going after tens um, and he didn't want to, 
end up with somebody who wasn't a virgin because he thought that that would be like secondhand Second or hand. whatever. So like, wow. yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was, yeah. but it was just the idea also of, of this young guy who mm-hmm. feels he wants to wait for the right person, but he, society's telling him not to. And right. other people are like, it shouldn't matter. Fuck anybody. And for, so it's like, there's so many different pressures, right? It's yeah. like mm-hmm. some people don't want to, some people don't give a shit. Some people, if you do, it's like, again, for a dude, it's fine. Like his boy, his, his boys are just like, yeah, go fuck around. Yeah. And if it's girls, you would be considered a yeah. slut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it still happens. I get, it, it was so funny. Cause like, I'm all of 18 plus. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, I've been in serious relationships, but I've also just dated. And sometimes mm-hmm. like, and I haven't personally, like, um, uh, just like, I think I've once ever had a one night stand and that was not for any reason. Just mm, God bless your soul. No, no, no. <laughs> but, I, but I've kept people, I, I talk about it a lot. Like I've had lots of flexes. So yeah. there were people that I had flexible relationships with where I was just like, hey, you and I like each other, just not enough. Right. So let's just <laughs> have a good time. be respectful right. and be cool and we enjoy each other's time. We hook up, but it's not, but we go out, we go on like other dates. Yeah. And no, but even together we would go oh, out yeah. and it would be like, I've met their families, I've hung out with their friends, I've gone out with their cousins and and but there's no like it's going to be anything. Well, right. Like and, but mutual? people have looked at me and been like. Like some of my girlfriends are, you know, much more like they've been with one person or two people their entire life. God bless. Because <laughs> some have like, you know, my friends yeah. from home have just yeah. dated somebody from high school or college Onwards. and been with them. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, wow. <laughs> one episode. And so then I'm yeah. like the... I mean, it's so great. My life. <laughs> it's so great you say it. Uh, like Cleo says it in episode six, right? Like you're not going to fall in love with everyone you have a sexual relationship right. with. Yes. That doesn't mean that sexual relationship can't include emotional intimacy. Mm. Like yeah. just giving space mm. for being okay with the fact that you might just not be that into him. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the sequel totally. to that book. Like it's so crazy that there's a lot of processing time. Women who are out for true intimacy find that like they're usually analyzing well does, how much does he like me mm-hmm. just to flip the script and make sure that you actually like them enough right to point. give them your entire life yeah. Yeah. and along the way of course make try it out like test out what meeting the family is like that doesn't mean you have to be completely committed to that person no, completely you know you'd yeah, want or, or even just being like respectful along the way with somebody like you can sure. gel yeah. with somebody and be like hey, man, like, I really like you as a person and there's lots of chemistry here and I respect you as a human being. Don't think this would work, but that doesn't remove the chemistry from the situation. Yeah. And so you sort of are, like, just cool about it. And uh, and I know that that, like, has weirded some people out. Yeah, I'm like, that's Marino. super revolutionary. Well, I also think it's pretty rare to find people who are so open to yeah. that honest communication. Mm-hmm. But it's not even anything, like, me personally that I've ever had a conversation with them about. It's just, like, you know. Like, oh, telepathically? No, they're people that, like, either you've been friends with maybe or you know one of my flexes was an old co-worker who like me and him always had a thing and but it would we would never do anything when we were both working together and then I moved here and he was in New York so then it just became like this long distance flex like whenever he would come to LA we hung out but I knew his family and we were friends and we had already like 
I'm sorry, I'm so out of it. What is flex? I'm oh, out of the loop. Oh, this is a Canadian term that I've used on the show a lot <laughs> sorry, that other people don't it. get it. No, no, what yeah. is it? Flex is like a like flexible, flexible relationship. relationship. Oh but it's God, not like it. casual sex. It's not like a hookup. It's not like nobody would call me and be like 11 o'clock at night, like, hey, come over. It's like, hey, um, you know, let's give this one, for example, you know, from New York. It's like, hey, I'm in town these days. You want to let's cool. go out and so it would be <laughs> like Friday and we'd actually like spend time together. We'd go do things. We'd hang out properly, eat or go whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then because have sex and then but and then there's no like following up the next day. <laughs> there's I'm, no like, yeah. yeah, what were you doing? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I had a really great like I, it was just like <laughs> no, it's nice when you so inefficient. For yeah, them to, like we right. do that. You don't need to talk <laughs> yeah, about it right. today. <laughs> I I appreciate the texts after. No, no, of course. (laughs) And I also have the people that I'm like, I wouldn't care if he didn't reach out, but always reach out. (laughs) For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had an interesting experience. This was way after a like ongoing relationship and then friendship. It was very intimate, but we had never had sex. And then we did. Mm-hmm. And then we moved on from it. And like a year or some later, he reached out to me saying, I really, I'm sorry. I should have followed up the next day. Like wow. a lot of processing mm-hmm. had gone on for him. I was like, that's that's fine. Yeah. Like, love you. Glad to hear whatever you need to say. But I actually didn't need anything <laughs> after that. Wow. Like, and that's okay. Yeah. And yeah. It's yeah. almost presumptuous of you to think that like I really needed your yeah. Check in. Yeah. yeah. And that, like, I probably was devastated without yeah. it. That's really so funny. cute. <laughs> but you and I are a little different, Jess. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're both INTJs. What's that? Are you an INTJ? I am. You're an no, INTJ? I'm not. No, you um, are not. I'm an not an INTJ. I don't know what that is. I thought you were an INTJ. I'm like a Myers Briggs. I'm an E something. You are definitely an E. I, am, I know what my erotic blueprint is, but thing. I don't know what my... <laughs> yeah, no, you took the test. Yeah, I thought I you took it, and that's okay. how we... I've you seen did, it before. You took it. Okay. No, I believe, I believe you. I believe you. I've seen your results. <laughs> I, don't know. I bet you have it in our one of our text messages because I was like, look how we're compatible. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. remember? All right, we're going to, guys, we're going to take a really quick break. Uh, but when we come back, we're, we're actually going to talk about a little bit more specifically on like what... Um, what some of the what people sort of correlate with sex like what feelings that they're correlating with sex and also what is the line between what we're talking about on depressurizing sex versus just sleeping around yeah so uh but but first this message cooking just became easier HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Get seasonal, simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you get that dinner-at-home date just right. It's enjoyable and easy, and you can even do it with a partner. There are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between for when your tastes change, like mine does. I'm always on the run and was shocked at how easy it was to make my salsa verdes enchiladas. I'd never have tried that on my own, but with everything delivered to me, there was no stress at all and super delicious. Take advantage of HelloFresh's new 2019 special. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash dating80. So that's HelloFresh.com slash dating and the number 8080. It's like getting eight meals for free. Oh, hey, friends. Welcome back to Kind of Dating. If you like what you're hearing so far, give us 
five-star rating on the app. I'm here with Jessica and Gabby of Baker's Dozen, and Aisha's also here. Hey. Um, <laughs> we are talking about depressurizing sex today, and I want to know, what do you think, why do you think sex is so important to people? Not as, like, the act itself, like, the, like the actual, like, well, it's pleasurable. Orgasms, I just yeah. mean, like... You know, I think the reason there is so much pressure around sex is people attach their sense of self to it. Mm-hmm. Like, like they feel some part of them has gone with somebody else. Yeah, we talk about this that with... You took my virginity. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. We talk I about this, if I may, <laughs> actually about when boundary lines get crossed, right? When there's any incidents, which is going to happen most likely when you're engaging in sexual encounters, there's times where because of desire, because of a variety of reasons, boundary lines will get crossed. To leave that experience and not immediately fold it into your identity can help any woman in particular in our society maintain autonomy over her sexual experience. But that is entirely dependent on not folding it into your identity. Yes. That, that the sexual relationship can be an experience and and lead to orgasm, but that whatever it is, it's like you move on from it. It's just like any other experience you might have. I think, but I think that why people put pressure on sex in mm-hmm. general, even when it's with a guy that you really, really like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. why they talk about, should I have waited? Should I not have waited, et cetera? I think it's because once you go there, well, there's not really, you can't go anywhere else. Like you can, you know, you start out with foreplay, right? You can, mm-hmm. and you're always looking forward to having sex. Right. But then once you but, go there, what's, it's yeah. there. Yeah. And now you guys get to explore each other's bodies in this really intimate way. But getting there is like, we're here. Yeah, <laughs> we're at yeah, this, like course. this maximum level of like, when you think about it, like you're using my body to get off and I'm using your body to get mm-hmm, off. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's nothing more like, <laughs> there's nothing, you're like inside of one another. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very intimate. It's close. It's, yeah. I don't even think, I think that I've had sex with people who, when it's been totally, like totally lacked intimacy in a way, mm-hmm. where it's been like totally just like sex, orgasm, like that's what I want yeah, from yeah. you. Yeah. But, I think that the the reason why people feel shame the next day or feel whatever the next day, it's because they're like you went the maximum level right. of yeah, where yeah, you yeah. go with a person. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. yeah, totally. But then again, the next day, it could be like that. It might not be the best sex you're going to have with that person. Mm-hmm. So you went there. Especially you like the first time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. just breaking the seal. You just don't know each other. Yeah. It's just breaking the seal. So there is... Sorry, there is still there are still places to go. But if we remember that, that sex isn't like the end point, that it's not goal oriented that way. That's like that's just another mm-hmm. part of the yeah. conversation you're having with who you're dating. That seems or to look at it that way. Yeah. It yeah. certainly means yeah. that I like I don't feel pressure around yeah. it because yeah. that's my yeah. Yeah. way of addressing yeah. it. Yeah, totally. Aisha, and also think? like. I mean, the media, right? We're like inundated since we're like little kids, basically. Yeah. Um, it's just like this big thing that's like yeah. always looming. And I feel like guys, they're taught subconsciously or not, like sex is something to win. And mm-hmm. then women are taught it's something that you lose. Mm-hmm. You know, so that brings a lot of pressure there. And I think also like that pressure for women of like, well, is he just with me for the sex? Right. And so, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that becomes like a, a big 
conversation of yeah. like, oh, and then how many stories have we heard that he, you know, hits it and quits it? And right. so then you, you know, women get stuck. So I understand like, and this is where I, you know, we've talked about it on the show a lot mm-hmm. where I've always said like, do anything only solely hundred thousand percent because you, you want yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which Absolutely. is not a single part of you is like, I want to convince this guy to like me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is it too soon? Is it too late? None of that because yeah. Yeah. then it's for some other mm-hmm. reason besides you just being just like, I'm in this moment. I will get pleasure out of this. So then if how, whatever the end result is, nobody is taking anything from you. Yeah. Like for me, I'm like, I'm a, such a grown ass, but I'm like, oh, you know, it, but here's the thing. We call it the walk of shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next day. And me, I'm like, I'm like flipping my hair. I'm like, oh, you do not there, know who I got. There's like a great walk. I'm like, fuck yeah. that shit. Like, and two, I'm like, what are you taking from me? I'm like fucking grown ass person yeah. who yeah. has done, the minute you have done it once, to me, I'm like, I don't care. It's like alcohol. Yeah. Like once I started drinking, I was like, well, now I've already drank. So I'm gonna like, keep drinking. I, like it's right. broken the seal. I'm like, it's but nice. at the same time. Wait, love this metaphor. It's like not every alcohol is good for you though, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Jane is mascara thinner for me. Like I will cry. <laughs> whereas you like good I'm to go. I'm allergic to. Yeah. See? So you yep. need to not drink everything. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is but a like, great line of, so this is where. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? What is the difference between what we're saying mm. about not having stigma around it versus just fucking around? Mm-hmm. What is the difference? What do you guys think? Ugh. Is there a difference? I think that not. I think that. Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what it means, I guess, to just fuck around. Yeah. What are we talking about? Like the fuck. And so boy this style. is where this is yeah. where I'm, I'm I'm asking. Like there are you know there are people who are going to hear this. And somebody oh. will will take the me- the message and say, well, he's, you know, a guy or a girl who's like, you know what? They said there shouldn't be any pressure around sex. So somebody's going to use that line against another young person who will be like, you know what? Hey, man, don't have any pressure around sex. Like, <laughs> it's just sex. You should stay in the moment and fucking right. enjoy it. <laughs> but they're doing it. I think it comes down to your intention. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And, and also, how, so, but then in that example, yeah. the person that, individual is speaking to is the one who has to have enough agency over their own sexual experience to be like, why are you telling that to me? Mm -hmm. I can tell you're manipulating Mm me. It takes a lot of self-knowledge and autonomy that does not happen overnight. So on the journey there, like the joy of promiscuity is the experimentation and truly learning about yourself. Like that's Mm -hmm. what matters. Because I think, and the the reason I ask that is because, you know, we've had guests on the show, right, Aisha? Like Mm -hmm. we've had like Dr. Wendy Walsh here from um, the first 90 days. and, And she did floor us with some data on why you should wait for 90 days before you have sex. You know, there's a Steve Steve Harvey thing of like, wait 90 days before you have sex. And then, and I don't personally think that that's um, relevant for our generation. Um, I don't think that's because we have a a lack of any um, control or discipline. I think it's just because the thought process around sex has changed. Well, everything moves yeah. faster. It's, I mean, quite honestly, yeah, right? Well, also, we have, we have less thing around it where before it used to, again, sure, yeah. be like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, you had sex with somebody. It was like, you know, yeah. a, a bigger I, yeah. thing true. than I, it is now. 
Mm. I will but say I do... I've heard, like, sorry, the, um, yeah. I've heard my sister in particular would say, oh, you haven't slept with him yet. You must really like him. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is something to the waiting. Yeah. That's We have this conversation all the time. Yeah. 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 And I, I'll admit I do, too. And I, I, I suggest that to people. I do tell people, like, if you so wait, really like somebody, wait. But that's. I, but I've had I've had both situations where like I've waited two years to sleep with a guy who I really 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 liked, uh-huh. and then I would sleep slept with a guy right away who ended up like wanting to be my boyfriend the next week. Yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. like, no, I know. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. But we were just talking about this the other day where. If you are thinking about getting into a relationship, for example, is it silly to like? do you have sex before you get into the relationship? Because that was kind of what we were discussing. How do you... How do you, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, how do you yeah, decide yeah. to be committed to something? This was the point you made. You oh, were like, I have definitely been in more than one situation where, <laughs> no. where, where it was like I waited and then the sex was bad. Oh, oh wow. And then I was like, oh, fuck me. And and then like, and there was somebody I even tried for four months. And yeah. Was my boy, and I was like, dude, I, this is yeah. workable. This is an essential part. <laughs> this is a deal breaker if sure. we can't I have. I mean, yeah, like, but yeah. you know, certain things. And then the, I mean, there was somebody I waited like a year. And same thing. And I was like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> the best. No. Awful? Yes. Oh. And so, you know, it kind of, it wasn't worth yeah. that long a wait. Totally. For me. No, that totally. that situation. Mm-hmm. So I think, like. It doesn't matter. Because the guy who who I slept with very quickly wanted to... to be my boyfriend, the guy who yeah. I waited two years well, for. Let me ask you guys this. Why? Man. Why do you wait? For all, all, all of us have said we wait when we like somebody. Well, Why no, do we wait? I said my sister assumed that. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Just to be fair, because I definitely think that the sexual relationship is such a key component. Listen, yeah. I have intimate, long-term relationships with many people. Yeah. That's friendship, that's family, that's everything. So the only difference with the person who's my romantic involvement is that, like, we have sex. Oh, yeah. and good sex. Like, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to, like, it, that's Obvious. essential. The sex is the deepest level of communication that we are having. Not right now. In that sense. I was like, yeah, we are. <laughs> Conversation sex right now. <laughs> so I do think it's essential to know that part of you. Again, but that's for me. Yeah, Not yeah. everyone's going to have that component. Mm-hmm. I think it's for people who have too much pressure on sex that we would talk about any of the depressurizing uh, like thought processes like to have those to think this way in order to let yourself enjoy the experience this isn't for i don't know for anyone who's like no i know my feelings about sex i'm going to wait because the part that matters to me is that everything else in our life lines up and the sex will be the thing that we journey through together and i imagine a lot of times people wait have the bad sexual experience but they know they love the person so they figure it out like sex depressurizing sex also means like Everyone can have good sex. Yeah. I think that any two people can have good sex yes. yep. if they're both both interested in right. doing yeah. it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Figure yeah. each other out. Basically. Yeah, Aisha, yeah. why? why do yeah, you? I mean, I uh, I agree. And in terms of like why it could be beneficial to wait, um, so you can sort of get to know the person a little bit more. I know a lot of people that's important to sort of be compatible. I guess in the headspace before mm-hmm. you're compatible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yeah. I think that can help too. And and Make I think that. that's um that's a great point because most people, you know, I think one of the other parts around sex is people attach their feelings to it. And 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 sometimes and I think, 
you know, uh, I guess across studies, they show women to be more emotional mm-hmm. creatures. And so sex to a lot of women, like my, I know my female friends like get a little weirded out by me because I uh, don't I, I can categorize really fast. Like mm. I can meet somebody and be like, nope, I really like you. Cool. I can have feelings here. I This is where you stand. Wow. Like you are in flex category. So I know how to cut off and I have mm. no, like, so I'm just like <laughs> very compartmentalizing <laughs> things. Yeah. And I, but I know that that's just like a weird me thing. And, um, I look forward so, so to your they, TED talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's great. Right. But you just all, oh, please. No, no, no. no, don't be like me. Um, but but uh, but I think in this part it's okay because for me that's how I determine when uh, when to and when not to for me. So yeah. what I do is when I meet somebody and f- most of the time I don't I like I said I only did one one night stand and that was because I got so extremely drunk and it was some you know somebody I knew that that happened. Um, I have no judgment around it, but I know me that I would probably not connect with anybody that quickly to be able to do that for me. Um, But the flex situation, I can meet somebody and I have said, oh, really quickly, like after one date, two dates, been like, uh, oh, no, you know what? I really, really like this person, um, but I know it's super attraction and I know that um, like it's not going to last. So I should just enjoy the purpose of meeting them for me right now, which is having sex so then I'm like okay cool and we have sex and we enjoy each other's company but I'm like bye so you can like really quickly determine the purest form of the connection of the person you're across from and be like me, that's yeah. what we're gonna do but that's, that's because great. I when I meet somebody I I mean maybe it's also from doing this podcast for a long time but in general <laughs> like I can meet somebody and within an hour know if like you're actually on the same like yeah wavelength mm-hmm. as me about what you want like I went out with somebody and within less than an hour he told me um, you know, I just came out of a relationship uh, like a month and a half ago and I've never been single and like in all my 20s. So and then and then he and that's what he said. And then he com- continued on and he just didn't realize he said that. And in my head, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you're a flex. <laughs> of course. Because yeah. he's not going to give me what I need. Yeah. hundred percent. Like he needs he's to just go, like date 13 people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Find the different to, experiences. Yeah. So, so immediately I was like, OK, well, it doesn't mean a flex can't become something. But I was like, oh, at this point. I mean, I used to, and I had the conversation. I was like, do I, don't I? Because this, does this make me bad? Because I'm trying not to flex anymore. But I was like, but once in a while you meet somebody and there's a really strong connection. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, but then when I really like somebody, again, this is all me friends out there <laughs> listening. This is just how I process. And so then when I really like somebody and I'm like, oh, okay, well, we're both on the same love page about certain things. Then I just want to get to know them more. And then I'm like, let me get more information, more information to see, like, Mm -hmm. is this worth the long term thing? Because this is somebody that I would invest my time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm like. Then I wait, but Mm -hmm. that's because Mm -hmm. I know that that's somebody I want to keep around, but I don't wait that long. (laughs) (laughs) I usually like a month, month and a half or that's good, because to me, I'm like, you meet somebody once a week. In the right. beginning, mm-hmm. four fucking dates. Yeah, sounds like you don't have pressure around sex. I don't. So it's like yeah. just it, yeah, and I, <laughs> I and that resonates deeply. But so then, what usually creates the pressure? We've kind of been dancing around it, mm-hmm. but is a lot of the expectation mm-hmm. of what falling in love is going to feel like. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to feel like falling mm-hmm. out of the sky, like out of control. Right. And that's 
something we've been fed from media for so long, right. but that's not the only way and maybe not the healthiest way that love actually happens. Right. Like it's <laughs> just saying this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, some, because I did talk about when I finally fell in love with my now fiance, when I like, where I really mm-hmm. fell, it does for a moment feel like falling, yeah. like feel like tripping, like, oh my God, everything's different. Uh-huh. And that's exciting. And we want that excitement. So we want the romance. So in order to seek that, in situations where you're dating, there's an, like an easy go-to desire to make it like, oh, it's crazy. This yeah. is wild, right? Yeah. And that's just stress, mm-hmm. you know? That's yeah. importing stress onto the dating relationship. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, we're going to take another really quick break. Um, but when we come back, we're, we're going to talk about maybe how, different ways to handle um, approaching sex for you. And um, and maybe some things to consider before having sex with somebody. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, need that. <laughs> I need that. I need that. First, this message. My lady friends, this one is for you. We have an exciting new sponsor that's doing something totally revolutionary with birth control access in the U.S. And well, it's about damn time someone did. They're called Simple Health, and they're here to make your health care. You guessed it, simple. They started out by simplifying birth control access with online prescriptions and home delivery. So with Simple Health, you can get your birth control prescribed online and delivered to your door for free. It's affordable, convenient, and safe. Here's how it works. You fill out a comprehensive online health profile and answer some questions formulated to get the best birth control for you. A medical doctor will review your profile, figure out if you're a good candidate for birth control, recommend a product, and write a prescription. Then your birth control ships to your door on a recurring schedule, no interruptions. Simple Health only prescribes trusted and vetted brands of birth control, including pills, the patch, and the ring. Best of all, Simple Health offers affordable care regardless of insurance and delivery is free. The prescription is usually $20, but kind of dating listeners get to try it for free. Just go to simplehealth.com dating or enter the code dating at checkout. I want to mention, though, that this isn't a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or gynecologist, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Again, don't miss your opportunity to try this awesome service for free. Go to simplehealth.com dating or enter the code dating at checkout. Hey, friends, we're back. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kinda Dating. I'm here with Aisha and... Gabby, <laughs> Jessica, uh, from Rich. the bank. Yes, Jay Rich from the Baker Baker's Dozen series, uh, the web series that's coming out. Um, guys, I'm in it. Uh, Gabby's the star as Mary. Uh, Jess is the creator, writer, producer, fucking director. She did everything on it. Um, <laughs> so today we're talking about uh, depressurizing sex, guys. If you like what you're hearing, uh, give us a five star review, but also share your thoughts and stories. Um, kind of dating at gmail.com or send it to us on social media which is what you like because we're all fucking millennials so it's cool <laughs> do that too um so uh, you know we were talking a lot about the pressure around sex i think jess you actually brought up something really interesting in sort of the 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 break also off mic moments <laughs> but of um of people who are like really innocent about it right mm-hmm. and and differentiating between what we're saying of not having the pressure around sex. But if somebody personally, if if a dude's calling me at 11 o'clock at night and being like, hey, girl, come over. I don't care how fucking sweet you are. I'd be like, 
let's check ourselves. Because yes. I, I have no, and this is one misconception because some of us aren't um, that, don't have as much pressure around sex mm-hmm. doesn't mean I want to have sex with everybody or I don't right. think about it yeah. or yeah. I have no preference yeah. or right. I don't care to be respected. Right. It mm-hmm. just means when I choose to, mm-hmm. I don't have any extra. Right. That's it. Emotions around. Yeah. 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 You so, know what you like. You know what you want. So what would we, what kinds of considerations should people take before they're going to have sex? <laughs> So that they're right. so that they're not feeling this pressure. Mm-hmm. I think it should always be on your terms. Yeah, yeah that's. A, I think that yeah. that's a really good place to start. Like, do I actually want to sleep with this person? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like being able to answer that question clearly. But see, being able to answer that question clearly requires so much self knowledge. Like Natasha, you as a sort of thought leader, knowing yourself, yeah. letting people know how you think about how you compartmentalize mm-hmm. as a way, as like a permission slip, that this is what's possible. But a lot of people are starting out in the dating world, mm-hmm. innocent to what ghosting is, innocent to what they really want out of a partner. Right. And so, oh wait, I forgot the original question. I swear I was like, going to answer like, it. Like, what? what is it? How do you decide if you want to go further? Well, how do you know? Do I really want to? Do I not? How do you know? Well, I think that there are ways to know. Yeah, I, I think that at the end of the day, you let for you example, like you had one night, you had one one night stand. Mm-hmm. You, did did you like how you felt the next morning? Do you remember? Oh, no, that it was fucking amazing. Oh, you had it, the best. It, it was the best. But, oh, that's interesting. but I didn't uh, I just know that I don't connect with people that quickly right. to ever for that to happen to me right like, mm. uh that's just rare for me because yeah. i just don't like people i think that for me if i wake up the next morning and i'm like yeah, yeah. i didn't like that that was, i mean this was back in college yeah. i was right. like you know what that didn't feel good and mm-hmm. so now i you know i i stay i try to stay away from the experiences yes. that yeah. would probably make me not feel that good so but from trial and error right true but i think that there's a way i mean Aish, what do you think um i mean yeah you definitely have to say you have to think why i want to sleep with this person too which goes again you know goes with knowing yourself um is it because hey i just really want to have fun and he she seems amazing cool if it's oh i kind of like this person and i you know want to see if they will like me back blah blah Mm -hmm. Probably should not. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think both are amazing point. What you said is totally right. Mm-hmm. Like when people um, have uh, sex, a lot of times, I would think for women, it's the That's issue true. of um, I don't want him to leave. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to lose interest. I don't want him to, if I make him wait, he's going to turn right. away. And all to those people I can say to you is never mm. take information as anything but like take the truth as a gift. Yeah. So when somebody shows right. you who they are, mm-hmm. one, believe them and fucking take it as a blessing that, yeah. hey, yeah. you found out three yeah. dates in versus three years in right. that this person doesn't give a shit about you. <laughs> yeah. Because if somebody leaves because you're not having sex with them then, after yeah. third date, then that's that all anyways. you should know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. if that matters to you, then that's all you need yeah. to know. Because I'll tell you, I've made, I made a dude wait a year and a half. <laughs> you know what I mean? My And that was my four-year boyfriend. And I made him wait a year and a half. Mm. And like when I look back, I'm like, oh man, that all those fucking blue balls I gave him. <laughs> but like he fucking loved me. Yeah. And never once made me feel bad about it. Never once pressured yeah. me. Mm. None, none of it. It was just yeah. never a thing. And I have made other people wait long in, in relationships. 
nobody has ever made me feel like. Yeah, me and if somebody does, I'm like, see. Bye. Yeah, you definitely don't want that person. Like one guy, I remember we went out and like after date two, he tried to come up and then he was like, oh, do you have like a weird thing about me hanging out? And just the fact that he said that. Yeah. That I was like, yeah, I do actually have a weird thing. So you should go now. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. Such a good point. Listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And how do you find out if you are an in his, you know, we were saying like somebody oh, yeah, who's less yeah. experienced, how do you know what you like and don't like? Is yeah. it only trial and error? I do think a good, <laughs> you remember when we had Jill Willard on the show, mm-hmm. the intuitive? Oh yeah. That day. was a great episode. Guys, um, find that episode back. It's, episode. it's Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a Jill Willard. She's an intuitive mm. and she's like a psychic medium who came on to teach us how to learn to trust our gut. Mm, and I think great. I started following mm, her great. even more. Mm-hmm. And she actually said, she goes, your your actual stomach will have like a reaction. It'll kind of squeeze. Mm. And have you ever been in like a really weird, or somebody who's just annoyed you mm-hmm. or some situation you knew wasn't good for you mm. or, or didn't you didn't yeah. like the way somebody acted, your stomach will just go, do it like it's light. Squeeze. Mm-hmm. A little squeeze. Huh. And so now I've started becoming really like conscious of that yeah so that's like a great way of being like okay should i have sex with this person or not <laughs> tell me tell it, me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like really it's like, just like but it's just also like if stomach. there's any part of you that's feeling shame around it yeah fear around it sadness around it right. anything that might be a negative, negative. emotion mm-hmm. don't do it right now oh, yeah yeah, yeah. And just no, wait absolutely. till you don't have any of that and sex you, isn't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's the beautifully I'm put. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, it's, it's so true. It's gonna be just fine. Yeah. And if it's not with this person, it's also gonna be just fine. Yeah. It's like yeah. you know, so that's like a. It, yeah. But in that, but you might not have any of those feelings after day two, and you're like, oh, everything's positive. Do whatever you feel like then. Yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But if there's any part of you that is, then that's like a good gauge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then goes for guys too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like our our virgin friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If your friends are telling you to do it and you don't want to do it, yeah. you don't have to don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Oh it is okay. Yeah. It just comes back so much to self-knowledge. Yeah. I guess really that's does. really it. And being, I guess, cutting yourself some slack if you don't have the full self-knowledge yet. Yeah. That's the trial totally. and error. I don't yeah. mean like yeah. go out and get in situations yeah. you don't really want to be. Yeah, like, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. That's not trial and error. Just like cutting yourself some slack if after an experience you're like, oh, I wanted to leave and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You know, at, mm-hmm. at dinner, I, I listened to an old episode where you were talking about sitting there with a guy who, like, you were just waiting for him to finish the beer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. And then so you, like, That's knew funny. in those moments, but someone else might be in that innocent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. weird. But it might be in those moments, sitting across, not wanting to be there and not knowing why, not realizing that that is an instinct mm-hmm. to get up and go. And later, having to process yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, is helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, uh, the way I learned that I didn't want to flex anymore mm-hmm. was because one of my long term flexes, um, you know, I was I was stayed over and then I didn't stay over. We had a great night, went out, had fun, party, came back to his place, whatever. And then I we had sex and then I'm like, ah, I got to go. And he was like, what? And I was just like, yeah. I gotta go. And, he would, and and it was not late. And yeah. so he was just like, he was like, well, just, you could just stay. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I had no excuse. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I should just go. go. And then I, why was that? Because I knew I was, I didn't, I wasn't happy with it. Yeah. I was done. I mm. wanted more. To me yeah. at that yeah. point, that's how I knew I was done with flexes was when sex, now I'm at a place where 
I try to have it when it would be fulfilling to me. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at some point, flexing and just sex wasn't fulfilling to me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, well, how many times are you going to do this? And mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. There's no, there is no emotion attached or feeling. So now mm-hmm. it's like, well, it's whatever. Yeah. So then I, I left and I went in the car and I cried. Mm. I did. And I never, I was like, <laughs> were you falling for him? No, no. Not at all. I just knew that I wasn't falling for this person. Mm. And this was has had no mourning your old ways. Meaning to it yeah. for Ooh. me anymore. <laughs> Where that? I was like, this is fulfilling old me. Ways. Yeah. 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 And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I was done. And then yeah. I was like, okay, I guess that's yeah. it. And then I went ways. back and, yeah. mm. and I could have made myself feel really guilty about it and been like, oh, I can't no. believe yeah. this. And then I was like, no, like all those experiences taught me something. Mm-hmm. They brought me closer to me. Every decision was my own. Mm-hmm. And the minute I felt uh, it wasn't a path for me anymore, I pivoted. And yeah. then I was like, cool. And now I'm done with that life. <laughs> Pivot. And then, you yeah. know. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> stuck morning your old ways because I also think that once I know this is about dating, but mm-hmm. within a relationship that is a committed relationship, there's yeah. still an aspect of dating, right? Totally. And there's a constant mourning of old ways, if you will, as you mm. learn about what the relationship is, the same mm. way that when single, you're learning about what you're what you want exactly. is. Mm. You know, you have to like be able to be like, oh, that thing I was doing, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And move mm. from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's an essential yeah. way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so what what advice do you think we could I don't like the word advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what tips do you think we could give to our friends listening who are like girls and guys who are talking to each other about sex or if somebody comes to them, especially girls, I feel, you know, because I do think we judge a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, girls are the worst. <laughs> oh, about judging like such slut- yeah, shaming. More yeah. often than not, it's mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. another woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A woman calling another woman a slut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's so lame. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, there's, and it's, it's so interesting to talk about the word slut. You were talking about that because it's in the BDSM community, <laughs> you can be a very proud slut and it means something that's different. Just to clarify that, like, that's sure. great. Like yeah. be a slut when you're a slut and identify that as what it is yeah. uh, to be called it outside of the safety of your identity mm-hmm. is to be someone else telling you you should have shameful feelings however slut has evolved to mean that Mm -hmm. um takes the same amount of self-knowledge to hear that judgment and be like you don't know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about you do not know what you're talking about like if you you don't know my motives you don't know my relationship to sex anyone else having an opinion about your sexual exploits is absolutely irrelevant yes like mind your own business Mm -hmm. and i also think it happens from uh, everybody else making their story your story and Ooh, like projection I, I, I won't you know say a name but one of my dearest friends Hi. when we were younger called me a slut once and and I wasn't and I just but I went from relationship to relationship to relationship so when I had had sex it was with people I was in, in like relationship. long relationships mm-hmm. with but the, I was in back to back to back yeah yeah relationships so yeah by I mean by the time I was 25 I was in four so mm. you know what I mean or five so it's like and um and so to her she had had zero so to her she considered me a slut and it was just in a in a fight we had like a giant fight about something else it was something dumb and she said that and I was like oh okay cool and uh, it's like noted <laughs> and of course she came back she apologized it was fine I forgave her 
then years later when she finally lost her virginity she just went on sprees sexual r&d she was like a lion in in a cage and it was just like anybody 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 and for her she was doing a lot of things just to keep the guy Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and but for me, I didn't care either way. I was like, girl, live your fucking life. As long as you're doing it for you, mm-hmm. just don't do any of these things for somebody else. But I, I realized it was like, oh, it was a projection. It was yeah. just because yeah. her level of experience to considered to, for me or to me was like, yeah, I was like the fucking, <laughs> you know, whatever yeah. this word slut means to anybody. Yeah, yeah, Also, yeah. I'm like, guys, we're all fucking grownups. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Literally, who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. if you called me a fucking anything, I would just be like, it's like somebody being like, you're a dude. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're slut. I'd be like, all right. Sure. Your hair is green. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, that's just, what, what the fuck are you? <laughs> no, it's like the same thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I do understand what you're saying, but I'm just like <laughs> understanding it. Someone can say whatever they want. You just have to have that like barrier of selfhood. Yep. Know you. You got to know you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. So yeah. what, what can, uh, how can people depressurize sex for themselves a little bit? I just know you, you know, yeah, get yeah. to know yourself, um, you know, be familiar with what you um, what you're OK with and what you're not and mm-hmm. be OK with voicing that. Yes. Um, to yourself and to, you know, a yeah. partner or whoever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Self-discovery. Get in there. Totally. Yeah. And don't be afraid to, like, enter the discomfort yeah. of getting to know yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Mm, beautiful. Because it can be. Yeah. It will be. And I think what's what's awesome is like even between the four of us, we all have such different preferences on what, when, how. And Mm -hmm. like that's the part of the knowing, right? Is like there is no comparison. I don't want anybody out there to be like me unless that's you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like and I don't it's it's just the same thing for you is like Mm -hmm. it's the same thing when girlfriends call and ask me for love advice mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not the one that's in that relationship right exactly right. i can't help you make this decision mm-hmm. yeah i can't t- you know it's like you yeah. can, someone can't tell me when to sleep with someone versus exactly. when not to mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 um Guys, this was such a fascinating conversation. Yeah, I know. Loved Thanks it. For, I loved it. it. Thanks for um, hosting You're it. sticking around for one more episode, but before we go, you're not done. Because oh. we do something called six questions with every guest. Oh, yay. Um, so are you guys ready for your six questions? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, we ask every guest uh, the same six questions. Uh, you guys give whatever your answers are. We don't say anything in between. And um, One word? It's like our... No, it's however you want to answer word. it. Okay. But it's like Ooh, our... Um, it's like the challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's one three word, right? Yes, there's yeah. one three word. <laughs> uh, you think of it like rapid fire. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't overthink it. And, uh, and you know, it's um, our, our original version of the Bernard Pivot questionnaire. Uh, made right. famous on Inside the Actress Studio. Amazing. So, your six questions. Jess and Gabby, what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Eyes. Eyes. 100% yeah. eyes, yeah. Because, like, honestly, what we're saying might not even matter. It's mm. lock-in. Uh, eyes, Chico, mm. they never lie. Mm. Yeah. I think it's um, probably if they're well-spoken. Mm. If they're, like, articulate with mm-hmm. what they're thinking nice. and... I love that. So they have to say hello. Yeah. <laughs> like um, someone who like spells your versus uh-huh. your on oh. text. Like oh, why are you oh. done? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about you are? Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> down with the you are. <laughs> um, what is your one deal breaker? Um, selfishness mm. or 
a guy not paying on the first date. Mm. I think people are so interesting and constantly growing that this is actually a very hard question for me to answer. Like littering, mm -hmm. like I don't know, something that just like blatantly <laughs> shows disrespect for yeah. existing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Homophobia, You're racism. So like, you know, like yeah. the, those things, but honestly, almost everything else we can work through. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's amazing. Uh, what turns you on? Wit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, confidence. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Mine. <laughs> my strength is that I give my entire heart, but it's probably a weakness also, because I more often than not I'm giving it to someone who might not necessarily deserve it. We hear that a lot. Yeah. yeah. The strength and the weakness. Oh, uh, do you? Same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, strength is flexibility mm. in all senses. No, it's like <laughs> adaptation. Like I can adapt. Yeah. Um, weakness is analysis. Mm. Like get you if like if I'm with someone, get ready for me to be your therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I know that we've seen a lot of media that sort of suggests that's not healthy. But it's great. I don't know. It's just who I am. That's yeah. why. Yeah, man, if that works for you. It's, I got to no analyze formula. everything. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, what is love? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in love, which is funny because I just recently told a guy that I was in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not. Sorry to break it to you, friend. Right. I'm totally not. Right. Like, I, think of it, I think love is something that you have, like, two people have to feel. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that there needs to be, like, a mutual understanding because yeah. otherwise it's probably just infatuation or lust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that's probably more what I was feeling. Mm. <laughs> so he knows. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, I don't think there's show? anything... So, any such thing as unrequited love. Mm. There's unrequited feelings, mm. but love is agreed upon intimacy. So it has to be like a where we both know we're in this. Mm. And mm. the other component of it, besides us both being on that page, right. is the intimacy. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Last question. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? We're a team. Mmm, that's a very good that's one. Cute. Haven't I heard like that, that one. It's mm. a good one. No one said that to me before. But, <laughs> but that's what you want to yeah, hear. That's yeah, that's what I'd like them to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get on it. That was hot. Oh. <laughs> yes. Like, I uh, love so, that. Like, till I'm 80, like, that was hot. I love that. I can do some hot things. Love yeah. Love it. <laughs> Jess, Gabby, yeah. thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank How you. can people find you guys on socials and Baker's Dozen? Yeah, at Baker's Dozen Series. Yeah. IG is where our brand is most alive right now. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and you have the YouTube? And at Baker's Dozen Series so YouTube. Subscribe there. Subscribe, please. Yes, we just released our trailer. Go yeah. check it out. Go check it out. And then I'm at Jessica Lauren Richmond. And I'm Gabby Kono. On Instagram? Yep. On Instagram. There you go. Yeah. Gabby Kono. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for being on. Aish, Thank where can you. people find you? You can find me at Aisha Says Dance across all the social networks. I am, <laughs> I am at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. And we are at Kind of Dating on all the socials. So please follow all of us. Um, let us know your thoughts and stories. Uh, send those to kindofdating at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys so much for downloading Yay. this episode. If you can take yeah. a few seconds and review us on iTunes, we would be so, so grateful. It really helps us move in the charts. It really helps us with rankings and all kinds of stuff. So tell your friends to subscribe to the podcast. Um, also, we are on the YouTubes. Um, <laughs> uh, just uh, search Kind of Dating um, or find my channel, which is Natasha Chandel. All right, guys. I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. Our audio engineer is Adam Pineless. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.